from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome to Tuesday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Thanks for making us a part of your Tuesday morning. And uh, welcome to game time, your first word in sports here on ESPN Central Texas. Got a lot of things going on today. We're going to dive into it. But first, we say good morning to Ward White. Ward, good morning. How are we? Outstanding. Uh, forget to wash your face. No, what's wrong? He's got a little. He's got a little. Uh, little something, something going on over there, and oh, little Santa Claus look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. So, how was your Christmas? Oh man, it was great. Good stuff. Good very, stuff. very good. Thank you. There you go. Ah, uh, just wonderful weather, <laughs> and uh, and away we go with uh, with. It's going to be a great day today. I, it was a little cool this morning. I thought it was 20, like twenty nine or nine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's going to be another good Grab day today. This is a weird week, isn't it? I mean, there's some people yes. who are working, some people who are not working. No school. I mean, it's it's kind of one of those. It's a strange week, but uh, it's a great week. Yeah, if you're not working, I mean, if, you know, it's just a regular week if if you're uh if you're just plowing through it like we are. But, you know, it's fun to be here and we got a lot to talk about. There's what 17 bowl games today, Ryan? Is that what we counted? Something like that. There's four. There. Four. Yeah. yeah, there's four. <laughs> 1 2 3 4. How many are there total? 32, I think. Do we know? Like the total for the total number of bowl games. That do not, that don't count the playoffs. Those four, the the two bowl, the two playoffs, and the championship. Don't count those three. But just bowl games where there's nothing at stake. They're just kind of the old fashioned bowl games. How many are there? Uh, it says forty four in the title, but I don't know if that includes the four playoff games or not. You two playoff games. Well, yes, sorry. And then the championship. So yeah. total of three. I, I just wow, I was way off. And I don't. I really don't know the number. I've never really taken the time to to look how many teams actually make it to a bowl game in postseason. Is it too many? Nah. Not counting the the two semifinals in the championship game, there uh-huh. are forty one total. Forty one. So, so there are forty four in all. So eighty two teams outside the playoff teams. Eighty two teams. Get to go play in a bowl game, and, and do we think that's too many? I don't. You don't? No. More football. But where's the interest level? Is there any interest level in? Let me just say, uh, Georgia Southern and Buffalo. Yes. That's for, good for that, me. Yes. That's going to be watched. Yes. At eleven o'clock this morning. Well. I have a DVR so I can watch it later. <laughs> so here's what you have, and I can't even say this name. Is it the Camellia Bowl? Mm-hmm. Georgia Southern and Buffalo in Montgomery, Alabama. 
uh, in in the Metroplex. I think it's in Frisco. No, the, it's in Dallas. It, is it the it, first responder? SMU. Okay, the first responder bowl. Memphis and Utah State. Birmingham Bowl. I wonder where that could be. Uh, Coastal Carolina and East Carolina. And then the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, Wisconsin and Oklahoma State. Now, I am interested in that one. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they're going to play that one at midnight tonight. Okay, 9.15, but it feel, it'll feel like midnight to us. We're morning guys. Speaking of which, we're going to have Scott Wright from the Oklahoma on to talk a little bit about the game. You know, they've never played Oklahoma State and Wisconsin. Who's the starting quarterback tonight? Garrett Ringel. I asked the same question. I said, Ryan, who's going to start tonight? Because Spencer is adios. So, and how many others are going to opt out that we haven't heard of? And, you know, when the, I guess when the players don't care, should we? Well, and maybe that's not fair to say they don't care. They're just, they're protecting their interest. Right. But are they really? They played 12 games. Well, yeah, I, I get it. I, I don't agree with opting out of the bowl games. But I I understand why they are. But I I it it's not what they should do in my opinion. I agree. Uh you you committed to play for your team for the year. Mm-hmm. Whatever that year looks like, season and postseason. That's kind of the way I look at it. I, Go play. I, I agree. Go play. I mean, I again, I understand it. I get the financial aspect of it, but I don't agree. But with I don't agree with. It. No, I'm with you. I I think that's as well said as we could put it. I, I I understand why they make the decision. I simply don't agree with the decision. I think they should play. Because, so, huh? Oklahoma State has two opt outs, and Wisconsin has seven. It's a different look. Wisconsin also is changing coaches. Yes. After winning and going to a bowl game, mm-hmm. didn't win enough. If you're if 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 you're if you're Wisconsin, I guess. So, anyway, well, that job opened up early in the year. It did. But I think they would all. I think they were already bowl eligible when I think they weren't they at no. about six wins. No, no that 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 job opened up early in the season. Yeah. So I think they started off like. They started off over. Yeah. And they fired their coach. Huh. For what for some reason I thought that they had gotten to five or six wins and mm-hmm. then No, no. But that go, was that was one of the first dominoes to fall this year. So who who got the job? Uh Luke Fickle. That's right. Mm-hmm. Luke Fickle. That's right. Coming over from Cincinnati. How about that? All right, uh, what? <laughs> just, we just kind of been all over the place already. Yeah, Luke Fickle's not coaching tonight, though. No, no, I would imagine it's one of the coordinators. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll be around. Um, shake hands, kiss babies, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but he 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 and he said he plans to be on the sidelines wearing a headset where he can help, but he'll let the interim coach Jim Leonard handle. All the duties of now that's coach. even more interesting. That, a lot of times you see the guy up in the box, in the press and, box, yeah, and working those. That's what Matt Rule did when they went to the bowl game after he was hired. Yeah, work work the uh, 
work those sweets, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and that kind of stuff. But to grab a headset and to head on down and just kind of hang out, <laughs> that, that, that'll be an interesting dynamic and, and kind of interesting to watch. So we'll see how that goes. And, and that is the, uh, that is the uh, second Big 12 team to be in action. Uh-huh. Oklahoma State. I, I was just looking. There are some conferences that have played six games already. Mm-hmm. And there are some that have not played any. Mm-hmm. Uh, ACC, 2-0. and Mountain West, 3-2. and Sunbelt, 3-2. and Conference USA, 3-3. Three and three. Independence, 2-2. Two and two. MAC, 2-2. Two and two. PAC 12, 1 and 1. AAC, 1 and 2. Big 10, 0 and 0. Big 12, 0 and 1. SEC, 0 and 2. That's, that's your records right now. But it, it, it's interesting to me the Big 10 has not played a game. And Conference USA has played six. So, there you go. And the bowl games just keep on coming. We got bowl games tomorrow. Uh, I mean, the, the rest of the way, you'll have bowl games now. I mean, there are two Big 12 teams in action tomorrow. Yeah, Texas is one of them. And who's Tech, the other? Texas uh, Tech. Yeah, the, the, that's yeah. right. Your two Texas games, the uh, Texas Bowl and, and the uh, Alamo Bowl. Mm-hmm. So uh, there you have it. All right, uh, and coming up on the program tomorrow, if everything goes according to our good friend Hoyle, we're going to have Scott Drew on the show. We'll visit with Coach Drew. And uh, the Bears tomorrow night play their final non-conference game of the year against Nichols. And then New Year's Eve, after New Year's Eve afternoon, they enter conference play when they go to Ames, Iowa, always a fun place to play, mm-hmm. and take on Iowa State to open up conference competition. They can get in there. Weather? Yeah. Huh. So they've got some they got some inclement weather. In, yeah. Okay. And there's snow up north everywhere right now. You know the airports are shut down in New York. Did, did I mention to well, you guys, uh the day of the boat last Thursday mm-hmm. when it was what forty eight below zero in Fort Worth? Uh, we had snow flurries. Yeah. Uh, when we went on the air with Game Day Live, we had snow flurries. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. But as quickly as it came through, it uh, it was gone. Didn't last long. No. 10 or 15 minutes. But when we went on the air, I look out a window. We were at a... Um, we were at a, a facility right across the street from from Amon Carter Stadium where uh, the office of Baylor alumni was hosting a, uh, a, a a function and we were we were with them and I look out the window and it was snowing and I thought you gotta be kidding me but as quickly as it came through it was gone all right uh, 11 minutes after seven seven eleven that's kind of what we got going for you today we're gonna talk a little bit about the playoffs. Want to get your thoughts on that. Shehan Jayaraja will join us at 7.30 this morning. Uh, and uh, as we mentioned, Scott Wright's going to be here. Cowboys with a quick turnaround ward. They're back in action on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, the playoffs, I want to dive into the playoffs. And, and just from basically from TCU's perspective, 
And we'll do that probably coming up in our next segment. So we'll, we'll get to that. And, and whatever else you may have on your mind, our CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. You want to jump in on the CNC Collision Center text line. Anything that we failed to talk about, maybe you disagree, maybe you agree, whatever you got on your mind on this Tuesday morning, we'd love to hear from you. 254-662-1660. This is game time, and it is presented by... Our good friends at Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is a highly listened to program. Matt Mosley, asking the tough questions. Is Barry Gibb a BG? Aaron, are you with me? Matt Mosley, giving the hottest takes. I love a good heifer show, and I like a turkey and broiler show. I'll put a little pimento cheese on there. And that takes it to another level. The Matt Mosley Show. You guys might have recognized my voice there. Weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's happening now. The year-end inventory sale at Lone Star Structures. Prices have been slashed on in-stock storage sheds, greenhouses, kids' playhouses, chicken tractors, porch swings, picnic tables, and gliders. Conveniently shop their inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com or visit their location at the I-35 Midway Drive exit in Temple or on Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Ask about their rent-to-own options for select items. Lone Star Structures is family-owned and operated and has been building top-notch storage sheds since 1997. They have earned a solid reputation for good old-fashioned workmanship and professional service. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call Lone Star Structures today at 254-773-5400. Hurry in, sell in soon. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. Fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. 
and they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payment, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Advanced Foundation Repair. Seven seventeen. Why did you say that? <laughs> Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. So we were just talking about during the break going going on cruises. You know, do you like to go on a cruise? Would you rather fly to those tropical destinations or would you do you like to get on one of the cruise ships and cruise and what did you just say? Don't watch the Titanic. Oh my goodness. <laughs> thanks so much that's a great image that's a great image uh we mentioned there's four bowl games today and then this uh new year's eve we've got the playoffs you've got uh, georgia and ohio state tcu michigan let's talk about tcu and michigan just from tcu's perspective is there additional pressure on the frogs to carry the big 12 banner uh well I mean, I say no, but if TCU if TCU wins, what does that do for the conference? Well, it does a lot for the conference. If TCU loses, what's that do for the conference? If TCU gets blown out, what does that do for the conference? And I'm talking about it doesn't do anything for the league. I get that, but I'm talking about from a perspective of uh, of what people think of the league uh, in general. I, I mean, think they think what they think, no matter what. I, you, you don't I, think that a TCU, if TCU has a beat down on Michigan, beats them thirty-five to seven, you don't think it it could change the perspective of the conference no. as a as a whole? No, not for me. Do you, Ryan? I don't know. I don't think so. Why? I, it, so do people? I, I think they. I do. think people have a general idea of what they think about the conference yeah they think it's inferior don't they and, yeah Absolutely. And, and it's not going to change just because tcu gets to the championship game why doesn't it change why well, why doesn't it change the way you look at something if you see something change because that's not that's a small sample size i get it what is the sample size of of the of the perspective that the league is inferior to the other two or oh, uh, the big 10 and the sec well it, it's a long sample size for that and there hasn't been a whole lot of good history for the Big 12 against that. I, I I think the perception of the conference is not going to change just because of one season. Now, if if things are going to change, it's going to have to be more consistent and have a team on the doorstep or in 
the college football playoffs year in and year out. And then I think you start turning some So heads. you're saying you but believe also, it's going to take a long – it's a long, tedious process yeah, let's to change what, the, the – pro, the, Let's the, see what, you know, TCU or somebody else in this conference does over the next few years. I, I still – and it's my opinion – that once Texas and OU leave, the perception of this conference is is not going to be as high as it is right now because those are the two blue bloods in this in this conference in college football. You're right, they are. But when you look back over the last several years, I, I it's the name on the jersey though, Tom. I know. I I, I said I understand it, but if you look at it. Realistically, I, and I and I agree with you. I know what you're saying. Really? Texas has not been there, but is Texas going to be in the top ten next year when when the polls open? <laughs> well, yeah, probably, probably uh, because I mean, the name yeah. on the front of the jersey. Yeah, and yet again, here's another recruiting class. You know that you know that's absolutely off that's, the chart. That's Here what I'm go. saying. And then what are they? What are they, look? It's, it's it's the name on the front of the jersey for them and OU both. I, I, and those names are not on the front of any jerseys that are going to be left in this conference. I, I, I get what you're saying, but if you look at it realistically, I, I know, but are we realistic people? I mean, yeah, there's realists out there, but every year we all buy into somebody, a blue blood that, oh, wow, look what they've done in the off season and here they go. This could be the year. It happens every year and it'll continue to happen. So, in the Sugar Bowl this year, does it change? Does it help? Cha- if Kansas State was to beat Alabama, <laughs> I know you're giggling. Does it change the way they look? I still don't think Alabama kids a hoot about being in the game. I really don't. I I think they do. I think they're upset in a big way. I think they are too, to the point to where it's like, really? No, they're we're going on vacation in New Orleans. I I think they're going to hammer it down. That's that's what I think. Well, I, could they, they way, well, I could be way off base. They may you may be right. I mean, I, I don't know. I may be way wrong too. We I could may be way wrong. We could, we're certainly going to find out. Yeah. Now, one thing we do know, Kansas State is jazzed to well, be there. Sure, absolutely. They, they get a chance to play Alabama. You, go, everybody would be jazzed. Sugar Bowl, New Orleans, blah blah blah. I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they make no mistake. Uh, you know, the, the, they're in a New Year's Six Bowl. They're they're, they're it's static. cooking. It's cooking in Manhattan right now. But I also think. There's a hornet nest waiting on them. Could be. But the question remains, if TCU was to beat Michigan and get to the finals, can because we talked all year long, and I don't think anybody can, can say it was it, this conference was as deep as any conference in the country as far as competitive football. As, as far as parallel competitiveness, yes. 80% of your teams are in postseason. Right. I don't think anybody else could say that. So no, you know, all but two, all but two teams. So with that let's, in mind, let's see how they do, though. No, I, that, I, that's going to have something to do with it too. Yeah, right? but yeah, and I know, but you also right now they're over. Yeah, you over one, but I mean, you got to want to be there. <laughs> you got to want to be there. Okay, but and, and I agree with that. Go ahead. Excuse me. I agree with that one hundred percent. But if you don't want to be there, don't go. Well, 
<laughs> the ones that wanted to be there were the decision makers. I, I, I know. <laughs> I, I, look, hard I, to get them jazzed and up. That, and that goes for any team No, it's in, not in the just nation. here. You're no, right. It's any team in the nation. You, there's I mean, games. Uh, that's why I was saying earlier, are there too many? Because there's games being played all over the place. We're group that where it's just I mean, what it's. We and, don't want to be here. I know our season didn't go the way we thought it was going to go. And, and you know what? Then turn it down. Do something else. I mean, I'm, you know, get off my lawn, kid. But yeah. I don't care. Paint stripes on the parking lot. Let's get after it. I'll play you anywhere, anytime, no matter what. Let's get it on. You know the projection for the uh, so that's just old school. I, I I get it and I understand what you're saying, but come on, man, you're in a bowl game. That's outstanding. Soak it up and enjoy it. Look, I There's agree a with a lot you. of cats sitting at home that would trade places with you in a blink. And I know it was 99 below zero or whatever it was, but watching Air Force that was kind of a cool deal. And what they did between. Uh, you know, in the quarters where they honored people and, and honored the, the different mm-hmm. branches of service. That was cool. And they had that flyover before the game as well. Yeah, had a flyover before the game. Very cool. Uh, it, it was it was, it was was neat. I, I, I truly do wish, just from the pageantry aspect of that game, that it wouldn't have been so stinking cold and, and mm-hmm. just, you know. Uh, it, look, the crowd was a lot larger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was. It there was a lot more people. And a salute to those people for going to the game. Yeah, whether they're Air Force, Baylor, or just fans of casual fans. Yeah, Uh, you know, people from Fort Worth or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be, or the Metroplex in general. Mm -hmm. A salute to you, no pun intended, for being at that game because it would have been rather easy just to say, uh, Uh -uh. put another log on the fire, and we've got it on the ESPN television, and Mm -hmm. let's roll. But they didn't. They came to the game. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, and that's a, that's a tribute to the armed forces bowl. It's also a tribute to what they've done to Eamon Carter too. Yeah, I agree. They've changed that stadium and it is, it is a very, very nice place to watch a football game. It was. And there was a room that was just outside the press box. That was huge. Wasn't it Ryan where they had, you know, Ryan snuck in there and got coffee and donuts and whatever else. What, yeah, what else did you get? The hospitality room. It's nice. It was like a VIP room, though, mm-hmm. uh, for I think for all the sweet holders or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know what what was that room. I think it was I think it was called the Frog Club or something like that. They had you know mac and cheese. There's <laughs> something about mac and cheese, and they, there was mac and cheese all over that stadium. By the way, really? Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, everywhere you looked, somebody was serving mac and cheese. I just started cracking up. I said, what yeah. is the deal about mac and cheese? Like any food you could think of, coffee, ice cream. And mac and cheese. And mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, the, 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 the event that we were broadcasting from, you know, it had this, that, and mac and cheese. I mean, it's like everywhere we looked was mac and cheese. All right. Uh, I, I don't know. I was just thinking about the perception of the league how do you change the perception of the league? And and I guess you're right. I guess you got to be consistently winning to to get that that perception back mm-hmm. that that you belong. I mean, sometimes I get the feeling that people don't believe that the Big Twelve belongs. Am Maybe, I missing it? No, and I I think that perception is probably closer to correct than than a lot of people want to admit to. Well. And again, I mean, did you really believe that TCU was going to get into the college football playoffs 
I didn't. I really didn't. But they held up their end of the bargain. Well, they kept and, winning. And they got in. They just kept winning. Yeah. Cincinnati did them a favor last year by getting in. Yeah. To be honest. And I thought last year, I honestly thought Cincinnati belonged. Uh, they didn't play well. But I think they played as well as they could have. That was not well enough. No, it was not. <laughs> so, and, and but I think TCU is more equipped to compete than than Cincinnati was. We'll find out. I don't know. Well, that's I mean, why I we play them. Yeah, and look, let's tee it up and get after it. I'm excited about the game. I really am, and it may be a blowout. It it surely may be. I don't know, but I I agree with you. I think I think they have a fighting chance. I do too. Now it's going to depend on how they can play defense. Offensively, I think they have a chance. But defensively, let's see what Joseph Gillespie can dial up. That Michigan offensive line is a talented very, group. Very talented. That's a talented group. All right, uh, 728. This is game time here on ESPN. Oh, by the way, the other game is Georgia and Ohio State if you're scoring at home. I, look, I, I, I'll be honest. I don't care who comes out of that other side. I I want I'm more concerned about Michigan and TCU. Well, and I think and a lot of this, a lot of the country around here is as well. I mean, okay, Georgia and Ohio State's in it again. Wow, whoop de doo. Yeah, yeah. That's my feeling. Now, I I do think Georgia rolls over Ohio State. So do I. I may be w- way wrong on that one too. I don't know, but I just I think Georgia's a better football team. Well, as far as Ohio State is concerned, it's Ohio State or who. That's the kind of way I looked at mm-hmm. it. If if you don't pick Ohio State, who do who do you pick? You know. Anyway, uh, seven twenty nine. This because it is a selection, by the way. Uh, so it's not you don't earn your way into the game. Seven twenty nine. It's the truth. It is the truth. There's a committee sequestered Again, in a in a hotel. Does it have anything to do with the name on the front of the jersey? Well, I'm, yeah. Okay. I mean, it does. I, I can't deny that. 729, Shayhan Jayaraja from CBS Sports is coming up next. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Facing third and 30 on Saturday against the Eagles, Dak dialed up the newest weapon in the pass arsenal, and T.Y. Hilton delivered big time. You'll hear from one of the heroes of Saturday's win over the Eagles after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. 
T.Y. Hilton, the 11-year veteran receiver who joined the Cowboys as a free agent and made his Dallas debut Christmas Eve, made arguably the biggest play in the win over the Eagles by catching a 52-yard pass on a play that was third down and 30 yards to go. It led to the game-tying touchdown in the fourth quarter and bodes well for Hilton's contributions heading into the playoffs. But first things first, a game this Thursday night at the Titans, which is a team Hilton played twice a year in his 10 years with the Colts. They just lost first place of the South, so they had to protect home and they had to get a win. So we just got to go out there and play Cowboy football and it would be fun. Thursday night's kickoff is 7:15 Central. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Morrison Gifts Waco's gift store since 1979 has your gifts for all occasions and just because. They feature local Texan and American-made products like John Hart leather bags and accessories, grandmother's buttons, antique button jewelry, big old key rings, candles, and don't forget the bath and body, and their baby collection. They make custom gift baskets and, as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. That's Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The bowl season is back in gear with New Mexico State beating Bowling Green 24-19 in the Quick Lane Bowl. There are four games on tap today, the Camellia Bowl, the First Responders Bowl, the Birmingham Bowl, and the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, which features Oklahoma State against Wisconsin. The NFL wrapped up Week 16 with the Chargers staying in the playoff hunt with a 20-3 win over the Colts. With two games left to the season, the Denver Broncos have fired head coach Nathaniel Hackett. He coached the team for a grand total of 15 games and won four. The AP Men's College basketball top five remains the same with Texas moving into sixth this week. Baylor remains 12th while TCU moves up two spots to 18th. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time weekday seven to nine is your first word in local sports. All right, 734, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on a Tuesday. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're along as we talk college football. We were just discussing the uh, the college football playoffs uh, coming up on uh, New Year's Eve. Let's continue that conversation. We welcome in from CBSSports.com, Shehan Jayaraja. Shehan, hope you had a uh, great weekend, and uh, thanks for uh, for being with us this morning. Shehan, we were talking about particularly the Michigan-TCU matchup. Does TCU carry the torch, if you will, for the Big 12 Conference? In other words, if if they win, does it change perception of the league? If they lose, does it does it continue to 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 lean that way? If they get blown out, what does it do? There's, is there extra pressure on the frogs when they take on Michigan? Oh, I mean, there's no question about it. I think that when you look at the recent history of the league. 
the conversation is always sort of uh, centered around the fact that there are two title caliber, playoff caliber teams in the league in Oklahoma and Texas and and a bunch of, uh, you know, frankly, dead weight in some ways. And so TCU obviously gets the first opportunity from those other teams to, to get a crack in the playoff. Obviously, Cincinnati is a future league member uh, who's coming in next year. But, uh, but I think that TCU absolutely is carrying some water for the Big 12. I think, uh, you know, if they were able to come in and play really well against Michigan, if they were able to beat Michigan, I do think that that changes the perception in the league uh, in a lot of ways. You know, the, the Big 12 is the only Power 5 conference at this point that has not won a playoff game. Obviously, Oklahoma, uh, the only team from the Big 12 before this to have made the playoff, and they failed to win one under Lincoln Riley. And so I do think that it does change things if, uh, if all of a sudden TCU comes in, if they do beat a Michigan team that in back-to-back years has taken Ohio State to the woodshed as well. And, and obviously, Ohio State is, is one of those three teams that uh, from a talent perspective, you know, you think is maybe a step above everybody else. So I do absolutely think there's going to be a lot of eyes on TCU. I think there is going to be a lot of pressure on TCU. And uh, if they have a good performance, I do think that it really puts the league in a good position heading into 2023. All right, let's, 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 let's ask the question. Let's put it on the table. Is TCU equipped to beat Michigan? I think they are. I, I think that when you look at Michigan, uh, you know, look, this is a team that is made to dominate the Big Ten. And you see in a, in a matchup like against Ohio State, they do some things that I think that uh, that Ohio State really struggled with. Obviously, their physicality, their ability to run the ball. And, and then, you know, you got, you got to see uh, a little bit more uh, with, from J.J. McCarthy as well. Well, I think that a lot of those factors are things that TCU is a little bit more prepared to to match up against than maybe Ohio State was. Obviously, you know, I think that they've got a pretty good linebacker rotation. I think that they have the ability with some of the cornerbacks that they have to, to probably man up receivers and dedicate a little bit more help to the run as well. Uh, and, and offensively, you know, look, I, I obviously Ohio State is the most talented offense in the country by a, a pretty good margin, but I think what TCU does well that Ohio State really struggles with is, is they keep the chains moving with the quarterback and Max Duggan, who is able to be dynamic even off uh, off schedule. And I, I think that really when you look at what Ohio State did in their loss to Michigan, C.J. Stroud's inability to keep the ball moving uh, off schedule and really needing to play out of structure is one of the biggest issues facing Ohio State's roster and something that I, I think is going to make their job really tough against George as well. So, look, Michigan is the favorite. Michigan deserves to be the favorites. Uh, and I think that uh, nobody would be surprised if Michigan did kind of bowl over TCU. But I do think that TCU does have the ability and does have the talent to keep up. And, and let's remember, too, you know, when, when we talk about sort of these superpower level uh, recruiting teams, there are three of them. And they're Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State. Michigan is very much you know, in the context of a national contender, an average recruiting team. They're not so TCU is not going to be bowled over by pure talent in this game in, in a way that maybe if they played a Georgia, for example, that they might be. I, I think that TCU can absolutely hang with the athletes that Michigan brings out, and it's uh, I think really going to be on Sunny Dykes and that staff whether they figure out a way to prepare TCU for the physicality that Michigan is going to bring. Big 12 with the opportunity tonight with Oklahoma State and Wisconsin. Both these teams very good in bowl appearances over the past few years, but both of them dealing with transfers at the quarterback position going to their backups. Who has the upper hand? 
Yeah, this is a very weird game, like you mentioned, because, uh, you know, Graham Mertz and Spencer Sanders will not be playing in this game. Uh, for, for Oklahoma State, it's probably going to be Garrett Rangel, who lost both of his starts uh, this year against West Virginia and Kansas. And, you know, that, that doesn't make me feel great about what they have going in. Now, it, it helps when you have first-team reps for all of bowl practices. You get 15 bowl practices. So I do think we'll get a slightly better version of Garrett Rangel in this game. Uh, but, you know, when I, when I look at Wisconsin, I, I think they just have a higher floor with what they have at running back in Braylon Allen and what they have on the defensive side of the ball. So I, I think that I have more things that I trust about Wisconsin. The thing I do have to mention is that Oklahoma State, whenever they were healthy and whenever they were rolling, was actually a pretty good team. You know, but they dealt with so many injuries over the course of the year. Uh, a lot of guys are not going to be playing in this bowl game because of injuries or opt-outs or, or the NFL draft or the transfer portal. So I, I just think that Wisconsin has a little bit more that they can rely on heading into this game. Uh, and also, it, this is the last game for Jim Leonard before he leaves the program. Obviously, a Wisconsin graduate and the interim coach right now. I, I think they're just going to be a little bit more amped for this game than Oklahoma State, who, you know, just 12 months ago was playing in a New Year's Six game. That's the uh, fourth of, uh, of the games today. There's four games today, which w- we, we discussed earlier this morning. Shayhan, are there too many? Can there be too many bowl games? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. It's my first bowl game back. Uh, I, I just came back from traveling out of the country a few days ago. My first game back was to write about the Quick Lane Bowl, which is New Mexico State who needed a waiver just in order to get bowl eligibility, uh, playing against Bowling Green, a team that was also 6-6. Six and six. And that was fun as heck. I mean, I had a great time watching that game. It obviously uh, came down to the wire, and, and New Mexico State made just enough plays to win and get Jerry Kill his first bowl victory. I mean, look, I, I think that you need to look at what these bowl games are. And I, I think that a lot of people think of them so much in the context of these, you know, the same way that we think of everything in college football, in the context of these like elite, elite teams and, you know, ending up in bowl games that maybe they didn't want to be in. But, you know, there's 40 of these things for a reason. It's because, you know, there, there are so many teams that really want a, a measure of success for their season. And, and look, there are a lot of people who watched New Mexico State for the first time yesterday and loved what they saw. And, and, and I think that, you know, you look at the ratings, you know, you know the, the bowl games, even some of the, the mid-tier or low-tier bowl games still do absolutely crazy numbers uh, and are some of the most watched stuff on cable television. So, I understand people who, who think that there are maybe too many bowl games. I, I think that that one thing that maybe stands out is, is with these tower five teams, I think that sometimes, you know, you, you get a lot of bowl games that teams are not involved or invested in, but especially when you go down to some of the mid tier or low tier bowl games, I think they're absolutely unbelievable. I think they're a great showcase of the sport. Uh, and so, no, I, I don't personally think that there are too many bowl games. I, I will admit I don't watch every one of them. You know, sometimes you have to, to prioritize. But uh, but I do think that it's a great opportunity to showcase some football. And it's kind of a last hurrah before we kind of don't have football for eight more months. In the coaching's changes over the off season and, and through the bowl season, who won? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I will admit, you know, I, I obviously, like I mentioned, was out of the country a little bit. So I'm sure there's somebody just – 
random out there that I just completely missed. But out of the out of the people that I did pay attention to, I really like what Wisconsin was able to do getting Luke Fickle. I, you know, he is one of the only playoff coaches to uh, to obviously switch jobs in the last little while, and I think that he's just such an absolutely great fit for that program. He kind of has some of the. I, I guess you could say uh, the culture of Wisconsin, obviously his Midwest roots, his strong Catholic background, uh, but he also kind of mixes that with some more dynamic ideas about what uh, football could be. He hires Phil Longo, who has coached one of the more dynamic uh, offenses in college football over the past couple of years at Ole Miss and then at North Carolina. So I, I just think that he's such a, a great fit in terms of um, coming in and and uh, just bring something a little different to that program and and I'm glad to see that Wisconsin has kind of been receptive and let him do his thing instead of uh, kind of sticking to the the strategy that made Barry Alvarez a you know a, a national contender. So I really like what Wisconsin was able to do over there. You know another another program that I think that I really uh, liked what they did was Nebraska. For me, when Matt Rule was fired as head coach of the Carolina Panthers, that was the obvious pick. I think that he, you know, people at Baylor and then Waco, of course, remember, I mean, this was uh, Baylor was a program at the time that uh, that really was down on itself uh, just from a personality standpoint. And that role came in and he is the ultimate cheerleader for the program. And uh, and obviously he he brought Baylor to great success. And and while he wasn't the coach who won the Big 12, he, he recruited a lot of the roster that did. So I, I think that he's going to do a great job at Nebraska. I think he's going to instill some of the the culture stuff that maybe we haven't seen at Nebraska in a little while in terms of a physical culture and, and things like that. And so uh, I, I really like where, where they're at. And, and look, I don't think it's a huge coincidence that, uh, that the big 10 after signing that huge television contract made two of the biggest hires of the off season. Uh, I mean, the reality is obviously with, with the, the, the level of consolidation right now, financially, I do think that uh, it's going to be really interesting to keep an eye on some of those, especially Big Ten West programs, and see, you know, how serious are they going to make things? How serious are they going to take football? Are they going to uh, to be prepared to kind of move into the future? So uh, those are two programs that really stood apart to me. Do you think it's uh, interesting that Matt Rule has hired a Texas high school football coach to be on his staff, that he is intent on <laughs> dipping into the Texas talent? Well, I mean, I, th- I think that talk to any Texas high school football coach and anybody involved in the Texas High School Coaches Association, and that role remains one of their favorite people on the planet. He was only here for three years, but uh, I, I think that you can really just feel if you're around both the coaches and around Matt Rule that those relationships that he made were very sincere. Uh, you know, something that stood out to me was when he was head coach of the Carolina Panthers, uh, he had no reason to do it, but he wore a THSDA cap on the sidelines before a game, giving a shout out uh, to, to those guys, even though, again, he had nothing to gain from them. He wasn't recruiting their players anymore. But I think that that relationship was really uh, sincere. So I, I think that, that Nebraska kind of needs to figure out what exactly its recruiting terrain is. That, that's been one of the biggest issues since leaving the Big 12 and not playing in the state of Texas consistently. And, and I think that, that, yes, we're absolutely going to see them dip into Texas more we're absolutely going to see them uh, try to be more aggressive recruiting nationally. And, and I, I think it makes a lot of sense that he hired a Texas high school coach on his staff. And, and I expect him to, to do a great job of, of hiring people, you know, from the state of Nebraska, of, of hiring people from the state of California to maybe head out there a little bit more. So I, I think a really shrewd move on his part and one that does not surprise me in the slightest. 
Speaking of re-energizing, what did you think of the staff that that Dion has put together and the recruiting class that Dion Sanders has put together uh, in his first few weeks in in, in Colorado? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I was very curious, right? Because, uh, you know, with Deion Sanders, obviously the allure of, of being at Jackson State and and kind of saying, you know, we're going to we're gonna zig while everybody else zags was, was a, a little bit of a draw. But I think that it's quite a testament to Deion and, and like you said, the staff that he's putting together that, uh, that they've managed to recreate some of that stuff already at Colorado Ballplays. You know, one of the programs that's invested the least in itself over the last decade. So, uh, you, you know, when, when Colorado hired him, the, the first thing that I said is this is one of the only ways that they could hire somebody that we as a collective college football entity uh, would care about. You know, anybody else that they would have hired, nobody would have cared about. You know, they hired Mel Tucker a couple of years ago. Nobody really cared. They hired Carl Durrell. Everybody asked who is that and then didn't care. You know, so I, I think that uh, that it's a real testament to him and the draw that he has and the magnetism that I think is pretty unmatched that Deion Sanders has that he's been able to get some of the staffers that they've gotten. You know, I, I think that getting Sean Lewis as the offensive coordinator, a sitting head coach at Kent State, is pretty unbelievable. We saw that, uh, that when he signed one of the biggest things was having a pretty big assistant salary pool so uh no i mean i think that it shows that Deion sanders is serious about this that colorado is serious about this that they understand that look when we look at the state of college football right now everything is changing and right now if things are changing we are probably sitting on the outside looking in as a as a uh, nationally relevant program and and somebody uh, especially w- with the uh, with uh, you know the way that realignment is going we're probably sitting in a bad position right now so credit to them and credit to Deion Sanders for uh, for reinvigorating that right away now they're going to have to play football games. That's going to obviously, I think, be the the big test is when it actually gets to game time because Deion Sanders hasn't lost a lot of games in a very long time, and they're probably going to lose some football games. But, uh, but I do think that uh, that when you look at what he's done this off season, uh, they've been real serious, and I think that uh, that they're going to get a lot of talk this off season. And when you look at who they've hired and who they've recruited, they deserve it. As always, it is a pleasure, Shayon. Hey, what are you working on for CBSSports.com? Yeah, well, first I'm trying to uh, freshen myself up on the on the rules of football after being away for three weeks. But uh, now, yesterday I, I put out a story, uh, putting out the 20 uh, top players playing in the college football playoff and and kind of rank them by their importance. So check that out at cbssports.com and with plenty of preview content, of course, this upcoming week, both at cbssports.com and on the College Football Survivor Show uh, when it comes to previewing the upcoming college football playoff. It should be a lot of fun. Jayhan, glad to have you back. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. We'll see you soon. Shehan Jayaraja, cbssports.com. You can check it out. There's a ton of college football content on that page right now uh, as you get ready for the bowl game. 7.50, we're 10 away from 8. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. And we're brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts where, you know, uh, it, it it's still – I know we just were just a few days past Christmas, but it is still gift-giving season, uh, whether it's a birthday or an anniversary or whatever the case may be, or just because. Uh, why not uh, Why not check out Morrison's Gifts 
and they've been doing it since 1979 as Waco's gift store for every single occasion. You can choose from all kinds of great products and services. John Hart Leather Goods, big old key rings, candles, uh, Times uh, candles, and jewelry, and, and of course, they've got Consuela purses and bags, and just all kinds of great products. And guys, they'll wrap it for you and make it look great, and you're going to, you know, if you walked in, maybe New Year's Eve with a gift, and she's going to say, well, what's that? We, Christmas was, I know, I, it's just because. Just because. Boy, you are a hero. Do it uh, at uh, Morrison's Gifts, 4308 West Waco Drive. That's uh, right down the uh, right down the sidewalk from, from Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. You, you can't miss it. Again, it's Morrison's Gifts since 1979. They are a Baylor alumni-owned business. You're going to love checking out Morrison's Gifts. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. And around the 11-yard line, Prescott under center. Only heard here. And of Elliott up the middle to the five. All season. Reaching for the goal line. Touchdown, Cowboys. Thursday night, it's your Cowboys and the Tennessee Titans. Live from Nissan Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Titans. Thursday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece, a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Happy New Year from Game Time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. 
When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. All right, 7.55, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. John's coming up at three, Matt's at four today on this Tuesday morning. Uh, from the uh, from our CNC Collision Center text line, and we were talking about the Big 12 and, and the conference's reputation earlier. Uh, Big 12 is always going to be looked at as the third best conference. Big deal. Everyone has an opinion. The margin of difference is shrinking, and that's why we should schedule more games between the Power Fives. Can't argue with that. Uh, you know, but those other Power Fives have got to want to play as well. And, and, and we were talking about it. When you look at, at Big Ten and SEC scheduling, they're, they're doing the same kind of things. They're, they're scheduling, you know, group of five schools and things of that nature within their state. And, you know, uh, so they've got to want to play outside of the conference as well. And what you get is, hey, we play enough of these in-conference games that we don't need three out-of-conference, maybe one. And, and so that's what you're seeing. You're seeing that all over the country with these Power Fives and how they schedule. Well, it, they're doing that for a couple of reasons. You know, they're doing it. Because of helping their little brother, well, that is a big, big part of it. Mm -hmm. But the other is, mm -hmm. you know, they they want cupcakes on the schedule so they don't have a bad loss. Yeah, I mean, it's you you want to be able to pile up as many wins as you can, so you're going to schedule some cupcakes. So it costs you a little money. You're going to help them out, and it's a it's a W. It's on the left side of the column, and in the end, nobody remembers. You know who you played on August the twenty eighth. Don't and don't care. You're right. As long as you got a W. And without having a preseason slash scrimmage slash, yeah, you don't have any of that. So you you put that on the schedule. Mm -hmm. You go play that game, and it's almost like a dress rehearsal in some cases mm -hmm. to see where you are and what what where you're going before you go play another big non conference game. Mm -hmm. So. You understand why, but I'm I'm with him. Uh, 
no disrespect to any of the of the group of five or or or, or, or you know whatever. I'd like to see some nice those nice cross country matchups. You know, we're going to see happen. one. We're going to see one tonight. In fact, Oklahoma State and Wisconsin—they've mm-hmm. never met, never met. Uh, I think that's fun. I think you know. It would is. you like to see that in September? I think I would, but it's not going to happen. No. I mean, that's why earlier this year when Alabama came to Austin, you're like, what? <laughs> that's kind of cool. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, real quick before we get John in here with the uh, Baylor Sports Beat, Miami quarterback Tua Tagovailoa going back into the uh, concussion protocol second time this season, uh, got dinged up Sunday, and then Monday came into the coaches uh, came into the medical center on Monday, and they put him into concussion protocol. So that's the second time this year. Do you think the league ought to look at, hey, if you have done this twice, three times, whatever, I don't know. I'm not a medical person. But should there be a shutdown for a player's safety with multiple concussion protocols? I mean, the way it's changed nowadays, probably. I mean – I mean, they're they're more conscious of it now than they used to be, and so. I think the information is there to make them. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. So, which again, I'll ask the question: Should there be, should there be an automatic shutdown? The only thing that would scare me with that would players try to hide it more, so they're not shut down. Absolutely, it, which was, which obviously would go totally against what you're trying to do mm-hmm. from a safety standpoint. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. Uh, it's it's it's. I mean, right now you got to hide the helmet. Yeah, you're right because of the competitive nature of the player, and because they want to be a part of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And and look, I mean, if you take Tua's helmet from him enough, do you start looking around and going, "Hey, for his safety and his concern, we may need to we may need to go a different route." Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a very I want to say, yeah, but it's a very thin line. It is. It is. It, it, to- it, it totally is because the, the, the need for that franchise to win, the need for that player to want to be on the field, mm-hmm. but yet the need to create a safe. Protect him. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times it's protect him, like you just pointed out, protect him from himself. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's a tough call. But I was thinking about that this morning. I was reading that story. I went, again? Mm-hmm. Well, once you start getting them, it, you're more yeah. susceptible to them. Yeah. Ask Troy Aikman, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, straight up and down 8 o'clock. We're, we're running late again. We ran late yesterday. Oh, Ryan in the clock. I'm telling you, it's, just, it's hard. Ryan, what are you doing? You're just not running the clock? I mean, you're not. No, this is good stuff. I'm letting you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's bring in John. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat. A daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's summer check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor men's basketball back in action tomorrow night in the Farrell Center. We'll give you details. Plus, Big 12 honors for Baylor's Dylan Doyle. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
Shop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the big finish sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor men's basketball back in action. First game after the Christmas break. Tomorrow night in the Farrell Center hosting Nichols. It's a 7 p.m. tip-off for the Bears and the Colonels tomorrow night in the Farrell Center. It's the final tune-up before Big 12 play begins on Saturday for the men in Ames against Iowa State. And for Nikki Collin and the Baylor women, they open conference play Saturday at home, 2 p.m. in the Farrell Center against TCU. Baylor football season came to an end last Thursday with the loss in the Armed Forces Bowl, and with it, the careers of 22 Baylor seniors. One of those, linebacker slash fullback Dylan Doyle, the Big 12 Football Scholar Athlete of the Year who spoke in glowing terms about his time on the Baylor campus. Yeah, I don't know if I can give you a good sound bite right now. Um, the, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll take a few weeks here and, and think about what it, what it really means to me um, to be a Baylor Bear. But, um, I mean, coming down here as a 20-year-old as a kid and, um, you know, committing to co play for Coach Aranda and um, – just the, the program that he's built. I'm really proud to be a part of hopefully what's just starting at Baylor. Um, I mean, I'm super excited for the young guys in the in the locker room, just looking around the, the work that I've seen them put in um, and what they'll show in the years to come. Um, I hope I'm I hope I've started something um, that I'm going to be proud of down the road. Uh, I'm super proud of um, the guys in the locker room right now and just the whole team. I'm, I'm so thankful for the relationships. And that was the biggest thing when I wanted to commit was I wanted to commit to a place where I was proud to go back and visit. And um, I'm going to be proud to go back and visit Baylor, that's for sure. I mean, I'm I'm just so thankful for everybody in Waco. And um, it's, uh, yeah, Baylor means the world to me. And um just very proud to, to call myself a Baylor Bear for life. That's Dylan Doyle, the Big 12 Football Scholar Athlete of the Year. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion electric and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment and they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. In the 
five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome into Hour 2 of the program. This is Game Time, your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Again, if you missed anything from the program, maybe uh, the uh, our uh, segment with Shehan J. Araja, which was terrific you can go back and check it out uh, on our um, podcast and it's SyntexSportsFan.com, SyntexSportsFan.com. Oh, by the way, we also have the uh, entire post-game, uh, post-game press conference from the uh, bowl game the other night uh, from the Armed Forces Bowl that you can check out there as well. And uh, just some all, some all kinds of neat things. So it's SyntexSportsFan.com and you can check that out. Uh Ward, the Cowboys won Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, whatever you want to call it. Now, Christmas Eve, uh, beat Philadelphia. Had to come from behind to do it. I thought for a minute they were going to uh, make a couple of mistakes in, in managing the clock when when uh, Dak went out of bounds with what two oh one to go in in the ha- in the in in the ball game, mm-hmm. and then on the next play where you know the clock is going to stop because of the two-minute warning. He went ahead and just kind of kneeled down or sat down and, and lost yardage. And I'm thinking, you know, throw it to the end zone because the clock's going to stop anyway. Anyway, would you have been upset? And, and Ryan and I talked about this yesterday. Would you have been upset if the Cowboys would have had elected to go for it on fourth down and go from the three? And, and here's and here's just to keep in mind, it's fourth down and three. Philly has one timeout. It would have been about a minute and forty to go in the game. If they score, it's over. They win because mm-hmm. it's a two score game. If they don't, then Philly's got to go about sixty sixty five yards to get into field goal range, something like that, to tie. Send and it get, to overtime. And send it to overtime or ninety seven yards to win it. Uh, and you haven't stopped them. They've only stopped themselves. They did not punt a single time in the football game. That's what I kept thinking. You haven't stopped them. The only no, time you. they've stopped is when they stopped themselves with four turnovers. You can't go for it there. You've got to take the points. So you 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 were you were kick the field goal and make them go score a- touchdown. Absolutely. So you'd have been angry if they would have gone for it. Yeah, that'd have been dumb. Why? Because you give. You give them an opportunity to get in field goal range is a lot easier to get in field goal range than it is to go down and score a touchdown, in my opinion. Right. And then you go to overtime. I don't like my chances in overtime against Philly. Well, and that was the one thing yep. we talked about because you can't stop them. You could not get a stop. Nope. They they stopped themselves four times with turnovers. But with that said, look how quickly they crossed the 50-yard line. Mm-hmm two plays mm-hmm. and then they're down around the 20 in about four plays right and then they're taking four shots at the end zone but you fa- the one time you found a way was when the game was absolutely on the line absolutely but so it worked that, out the way that they needed it to they, work out you know if they would have 
drove down in two plays and got across the 50 to get in field goal range. I mean, look, they've got momentum going into overtime. I No way. I, I take get the it. points. I, and, and I 99.9% of the time, I'm with you. The only reason I, w- I was okay either way Mm-mm. was the fact that they couldn't get a stop. Because what would you be sitting here telling me today if they would have kicked that field goal, kicked that field goal, gone up six, and then Philly drove right down and scored like they were about to do? You, you still played the higher percentage and you got beat. All right. that's, that's what happens. All right. Okay. I was just curious. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is, this is the next two weeks. Philadelphia wins the division. Mm-hmm. Cowboys finish second in the division. Number one wild card. Mm-hmm. Go to Tampa, win. Go to Philly, lose. And then, I, and I then don't we're think sitting they win. Here, in, I huh? don't know. That, I don't know that they beat Tom Brady in Tampa. Well, let's pretend they do. Let's okay. pre- let's pretend they do. Then are we sitting here in three weeks or four weeks, whenever it, whenever it's all said and done, after they lose to Philadelphia in Philly? Are we sitting here going, "There's another year." They won 11 or 12 games, but here's another year that that's, you know, is that number 26 now without a, if, a championship? If, if that surprises you? No, but I'm saying if you've seen the same movie, why do you keep watching it? Well, because you're a Cowboy fan. <laughs> but if the scenario I just played out. That's what's going to happen if it. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. going to say, does, would, th- would that surprise you no. in any no. shape, form, or fashion? No. That's all I've seen. Yeah, well, yeah, you're you're under twenty five. Ward and I are, are are guys that have seen Super Bowls from two different coaches, mm-hmm. so we know it's doable in the Metroplex. We've seen it done. We've seen it done by Tom Landry. And you know what was that? What was that streak that he was on? Did, did they go to the playoffs like seventeen straight years or something? Eighteen and, and win. It, it appear in four or five Super Bowls, win a couple of them if it's stinking Pittsburgh Steelers and Lynn Swan would quit making those kind of catches. Uh, poor Mark Washington. <laughs> you know, and, and, and Jackie Smith mm-hmm. dropping the football in the end zone. I mean, you, you still see those plays, don't you? Yeah. And then, you know, the, then the, the dominance that Jimmy Johnson put together. And I, I, I got, look, I got to mention a third coach, Barry Switzer. No. It, it, Say what you want to. He was smart enough to get out of the way of that football team and let them go play. Let those coaches coach, eat a hot dog. You know, there's a lot of guys would have tinkered with it. You know I'm right. There's a lot of guys would have said. Jimmy Johnson's team, period. But there's a lot of guys would have said, hey, I'm the head coach now. We're going to do this, that, and the other. Eh. He, all he did was point the airplane the right direction. He didn't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was smart enough to know that he's got a great staff with great players. Leave it alone. And he did, no, and they got a championship. Told, he was told, leave it alone. Maybe so. Maybe so. But he didn't tinker with it, did he? Well, no. It wasn't broke. No. So they go out and they win again. Broke pretty quick after that. Yeah, yeah, it did. So, uh, so we've seen where they can win, and we've seen that they have won. But doesn't it drive you nuts that they win 9, 10, 11, 12 games? And then nothing happens? Used to it. Very much so. I mean, if they were to win in Philadelphia, now look, everything's got to go chalk. I mean, some some crazy stuff could happen in the wild card round, and you end up at home. But if they don't end up at home, 
You're asking them to get to the Super Bowl by playing five straight road games? Give me a break. Who does been, that? It's been done before. Who? I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, last wild card team to make it. I but can't I, remember. with five straight road games, to, two to end the se- regular season, then three wild card games. Yeah, I don't know. About Holy that. moly! Anyway, uh, I mean, it might have been last year. Did Cincinnati have a home playoff game last year? Because they started at Vegas and then I don't know. But did they play two to end the the? Most of the time, you don't play two regular season games to end the year on the road and that's what the cowboys have got with yeah, tennessee I, I and with that's, washington and by the way a good question i don't i don't know about that but there's been wild card teams that have oh yeah the the cowboys with the dirty dozen was, was a wild card team that won the super weren't bowl the Bengals a wild card last year yeah but what i'm saying did they play five straight on the road i'd have to look at last year in, in order to win the championship so anyway all right it's uh 8 14 we're 14 after eight this is game time you got it you looking? Oh, no. Okay. We were just looking, looking at the schedules. All right. It's 814. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on the home of the Bears. Baylor basketball back in action Wednesday, December 28th in the Farrell Center hosting Nichols. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 7 p.m. tip-off on Wednesday, December 28th. This is the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion electric and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment and they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. Everything we do we do for you. Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union, your local team. It's not only about getting from point A to point B. You can enjoy savings with lower payments all along the way by refinancing your vehicle. First Central knows your money is top of mind, making it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Finance elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central. Texas. It's the holiday savings event at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get a 2014 GMC Acadia Denali or a 2014 Buick Enclave with three roads and leather for only $224 a month or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $238 a month. Find a dozen vehicles under $23,000 with every vehicle put through a 172 point inspection. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the holiday pre owned savings event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. 
Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Tad and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Morrison Gifts Waco's gift store since 1979 has your gifts for all occasions and just because. They feature local Texan and American-made products like John Hart leather bags and accessories, grandmother's buttons, antique button jewelry, big old key rings, candles, and don't forget the bath and body and their baby collection. They make custom gift baskets and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. That's Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. It's time for Stephanie from sales to talk sports brought to you by advanced leveling foundation myatt fuels mission golf cars and asco equipment in belton all right 8 19 this is game time here on espn central texas tom ward ryan we're glad you're with us stuffy stephanie <laughs> and i i don't mean that derogatory although she is kind of uppity uh <laughs> whatever wow <laughs> boy God. Didn't come in yesterday. Just said, you know what? Heck with you guys. You do it on your own. Uh, you did call me. Well, yeah, we had to call you. Whatever. Anyway, how you feeling this morning? A little stuffy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you up? Uh, I was just curious because you're never around here late in the evenings or anything. Sometimes. Have you ever met our janitor, Archibald Cummings? No. Archie? No. Let- Why? Well, because he wanted to call in. With, I think wish everybody a, 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 a happy new year. Uh, Archie, are you there? Hello? It, Archie? Uh-huh. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Listen, I'll clean that mess up in that uh, cheater studio. They have Crow Man and the Nash. I don't know what the hell happened there. <laughs> <laughs> what, what What's going on this morning? Listen, I, I had a question. My ex-wife. Got me one of these, uh, what do you call it, uh, corn feeders for the deer. Yeah. And I've put about six cans of corn in it, and I still don't <laughs> see any deer. <laughs> Archie, you're supposed to buy the feed in a bag and then put it in the in the deer feeder, not not cans. You said it's not the canned corn you <laughs> no, no, Archie. Because not... that's what I saw in MySpace. You put the canned corn My in MySpace. <laughs> I'll help you, Archie. I'll help you. <laughs> Archie, have you ever met Stephanie? I've seen her a couple of times. She smells really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Are you uh... I I think she's bougie, is what the, oh. that's what the kids say. Bougie, <laughs> she's she's bougie, bougie. Oh, bu- not bougie, bougie. Oh, bougie, what the kids I, say. I, I thought he said. I, he could, I thought he. I thought he nailed it if he said boozy, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not either. <laughs> Archie, you got you got big New Year's plans. I, 
probably uh, eat some beanie weenies and have me some paper <laughs> right. <laughs> you going to watch any football? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll be watching Madrid take on that other team. <laughs> Uh-oh, Lord. <laughs> did, did, were, you, were you into all that soccer stuff? Oh, yeah. I was, uh, I was into the World Cup, mainly Argentina because of the women. <laughs> you you like those girls, do you? Yeah, Argentina and Brazil. The the fans are amazing. I could give a crap about the case. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's nice. All right. Uh, so hey, well, listen. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna let you guys go. I got to work on this shop back before Mitch gets here. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Arch, have a great have a great day. Oh Happy goodness. New Year. Merry Christmas. All right. <laughs> wow. He does a great job keeping this building clean. He does. Yeah, it's Archibald Cummings. Not he an easy does. job. No, it's not. He, he, need, he needs to get to that shop back. <laughs> All right. Uh so you've never met him in person? I, I think I've seen him, but I've never really met him. I'm too busy, you know. Really? Hello, Tess? Say <laughs> this thing on? <laughs> Whatever. So, what do you got for us today? Well, um, you know, Christmas here, holidays, and we do a uh-huh. lot of eating. Yeah, right. So, or do we ever? And there's always like desserts, cookies, and pies. So, guess what I found over in England? Uh oh, some kind of pudding. No, they have pudding. Yes, they have pudding. Oh, I just thought they had fish and chips. But anyways, they do have pies. Yeah, and they're not like they're meat pies. So every year, it's been going on for 15 years, they have the World Pie Eating Contest. Nope. Out. <laughs> it's meat. I guess it's meat and potatoes. And these pies are 12 centimeters and wide, I guess, and three and a half centimeters in depth. And you have to see how many you can eat in three minutes. Oh, huh. So meat and potatoes, that's what you're basically talking about? Basically, it is. It's like a, a pot pie. A shepherd's pie. Yeah. Like a shepherd's pie, basically, yeah. yes. I like, do you like shepherd's pie? I love, love shepherd's, me some pie. shepherd's pie. So good. That was always like Wednesday at school, you know what I mean? Yeah, so in 2005, <laughs> there was a guy who broke the record. His name is the Anaconda. Excuse me? His name is the Anaconda. I don't think I want to know why. He's a weight trainer, and he managed to eat seven pies in three minutes. Seven pies, three minutes. And how big are the pies? Well, I'm not sure what it means, but 12 centimeters wide and three and a half centimeters in depth. So what's that? Like a pie. (laughs) Okay, so it's a big pie. Pie or square. It could be a square. I've seen squares. You have? No, it's a round pie. You sure? Have you been to England? Have you had their pie? I've seen them, but I haven't eaten them. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a thing I'm over not there. Eating a meat pie. Pies are supposed to be sweet. You don't like shepherd's pie? No. You really? don't really? No. It's just like meat, mashed that. potatoes, and oh, cheese. Oh, it's good. Yeah, you don't have to have cheese. I know you don't on yours, but but it's melted cheese. Yeah, I know, but you don't have to have you it. You don't have to, but <laughs> no. that's what makes it ooey and gooey. And then, uh, so this one ooey and gooey. Yeah. Those are those twins, right? Like Monique and Unique? <laughs> well, isn't it's ooey and gooey. and gooey and Louie. Yeah. They're triplets, really. Triplets. Anyways, that's a big thing over in England. Big Every, thing. Yeah, just like cheese rolling. So you're calling that a sport? Well, it's a pie-eating deal. If 
If the hot dog eating well, championship is yeah, so, a sport, so. it's a sport. Keeping score. If there's a score, it's a sport. I mean, you told me that national hot dog eating contest is a sport. If there's a score, there's a, it's a sport. Oh. Yeah. Is it mince meat or is it beef? What, what kind of meat is it? Whatever kind of meat they serve over there. Well, they serve everything. I don't even know what mince meat is. Is that like pecans? Mm. I don't even no. know what mince meat is. It's is that like, even like real meat? You use round steak and oh. cider and apples and apples. Yeah, it's that apples is not meat. I know, but that's what goes in a mince meat pie, and it's well. I'm gonna say it's just like meat, like beef, moo, beef, like a cow, moo moo. Well, shepherd's <laughs> pie is lamb. It can be. Get it, shepherd's pie. Yeah, not. Yeah. not I know, but that. I know, but. When wait, they when wait. they did it when they make it in school it's certainly not no hey but lamb. <laughs> no it could be goat it could be never had goat it's good yeah. ugh ugh all the goat farmers around here are like why is Stephanie doing that I know. well see our neighbors have goats so goats good dig I, a hole and if and cook a goat in a hole have you ever done that cook no but I've seen it on TV before mm-hmm. it's a thing over there you just have you ever had elk. Yes, I love elk. Elk is unbelievable. Yes, my dad shot an elk one time. should be spanked. No, it is tremendous. Caribou? No. Caribou. Oh, sorry. That's that's like. I'm I'm an old elk, though, so I don't eat elk. You don't eat elk. Oh, that's right. Burleson. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what any of this has to do with pie eating, but. Because you said the pie eating is a meat pie. It is a meat pie with potatoes. Why can't you have like a. Apple pie eating contest. I bet they do somewhere like, Thanks. I don't know, Canada. I'll go find it. It's about 100, 100 miles. Or, or, it's 106 miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. You weren't here yesterday. You weren't here Friday. I mean, do you? are you going to be here tomorrow? You know what, Tom? Yes. Okay. I'm just curious. <laughs> Were you here Friday? Yes. Were you, Ryan? Nope. Okay. But I Canada's was. Over. Nope. Were you talking to yourself on the mic? No, I was in the office oh. working. Well, that's on you. You should have been resting and sleeping. I wish I could 2023's coming around the corner. When she gets there. <laughs> All right, Steph, go sell something. All right, bye. Have a great day. All right, it's 828. This is game time. And uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Uh, hang on a second. From the CNC Collision Center text line, have you ever eaten ostrich? They say it's a leaner meat, but you can eat more of it if you uh, can guess the reference. What? I've never no, tried ostrich. I'm not doing that either. And nor am I going to. <laughs> they say the neck is really good. <laughs> no. No. Uh, all right. We are brought to you by Alan Samuels. They got the uh, the big finish sales event going on. Just a few days left in the year and the big finish sales event going on. Ted Teague and his staff would love to hear from you. Uh, they got a new 2022 Ram 1500 Crew Cab, the Lone Star Edition. You can get 62.50 off plus first responders, another $500. That's the big finish sales event. And uh, come see why Ram is uh, continuing to win all those awards year after year after year. It's a tremendous vehicle. Uh, they, how about the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee? 
uh, limited. They got two row and three row with $4,000 off. Plus, first responders, you guessed it, another $500 uh, in savings for you. Chrysler 300, up to $4,000 in total values. Plus, first responders, another $500. They got the best selection of new and pre-owned car, uh, cars and trucks uh, going on right now during uh, during the month of December during the great deals of the big finish sales event at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340. You can check them out at allensamuelsdcj.com. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in Texas A&M University Commerce Coach Clint Dozell. The two older brothers that uh, one played baseball at Mary Hart and Baylor, and another brother I jumped at Baylor. So just kind of want to do something different, get away from home. So uh, that's what you've been trained to do for years is, uh, is get out there and get your mind in the game and make new friends. And you know, that's what I'm doing here is another uh, opportunity and a great one at that. My old college, at, you know, when I was here it was 27 years ago, uh, a lot of happened since then. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central. Texas. Morrison Gifts Waco's gift store since 1979 has your gifts for all occasions and just because. They feature local Texan and American-made products like John Hart leather bags and accessories, grandmother's buttons, antique button jewelry, big old key rings, candles, and don't forget the bath and body, and their baby collection. They make custom gift baskets and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. That's Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli in the Brass the Square Center. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and oh, Foundation Repair. Okay, I didn't know. Nobody said go. Tom gave me the nod. Oh, Tom nodded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, didn't hear you nod, Tom. <laughs> but you can nod your head yes to us when we give you a free estimate for foundation repair. What if I don't see them? Well, we can send somebody else. And I'm they, fired. They can say yes. Fired. I'm done. Get it taken care of. So give us a call. We'll go play for my polar bear. 254-235-4922 or fixajimmy.com. That's me. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. Today I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. La Fiesta, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. You can order any of the delish Tex-Mex food online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. From the La Fiesta family to yours, have a happy New Year. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Lone Star Structures. Don't miss the year-end inventory reduction sale going on now at Lone Star Structures in Lot and Temple. The bowl season is back in gear with New Mexico State beating Bowling Green 24-19 in the Quick Lane Bowl. There are four games on tap today, the Camellia Bowl, the First Responders Bowl, the Birmingham Bowl, and the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, which features Oklahoma State against Wisconsin. With two games left to the season, the Denver Broncos have fired head coach Nathaniel Hackett. He coached the team for a grand total of 15 games and won four. 
The AP men's college basketball top five remains the same with Texas moving into sixth this week. Baylor remains 12th while TCU moves up two spots to 18th. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. 8.33, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us on a Tuesday morning. John Morris coming up at 3. Matt Mosley's here at 4. And right now, let's talk to uh, Scott Wright from the Oklahoman as the uh, Cowboys of Oklahoma State take on Wisconsin, the guaranteed rate bowl out in Phoenix tonight. And, and, and Scott, first of all, good morning. Thanks for your time. Let's let's begin with, with Garrett Rangel. What does this game mean to Garrett as far as moving forward? Yeah, I mean, at at this moment, it looks like it probably means quite a bit because, uh, you know, they haven't landed a quarterback out of the transfer portal, even though they've got a couple of offers out. Uh, some guys they were looking at as potential guys that hadn't that they hadn't offered have landed other places already. So, um, you know, right at at, at this moment, uh, you know, this is uh, you know not only this game but these fifteen practices that led up to the bowl game. Um, you know, have uh, been really important for uh, in terms of what he develops into, uh, you know, for spring and, um, uh, you know, how, how this plays out. If, uh, if it ends up being a quarterback battle between him and Gunnar Gundy and, and Zane Flores, the new signee from Gretna, Nebraska. So, um, you know, this is his chance to really get a leg up on his competition going forward. And, um, you know, even if they do land a, a, a guy out of the transfer portal, uh, you know, this experience might benefit him enough that, uh, that you know, if he goes and plays well and, and continues to look good in spring, that, that he ends up being the guy by next August. How healthy are the Cowboys going into this game tonight? Uh, pretty healthy. Um, you know, a couple of guys that, that were uh, that were injured late in the season have actually hit the transfer portal now. Uh, Trace Ford, Thomas Harper, um, Tyler Lacey uh, would have been out for this game anyway, but uh, but it's heading to the NFL. So, um, you know, it's it's guys that they they knew they weren't going to have anyway uh, that uh, that have have left, and then they had a, a few healthy guys. Obviously, there were starters that have jumped in the transfer portal as well. But um, you know, they're uh, they're they're hurting more because of the portal than uh, than actual injuries. So um, you know, from a health perspective, it sounds like they're uh, they're in pretty good shape. How does the staff and how do the fans view this season? And a win tonight, does it change how they look at this season? I think it would a, a little bit. Um, you know, uh, I mean, eight wins sounds better than seven wins. Um, you know, a, a bowl win seems to always add a little bit more momentum to um, your your winter conditioning in January when you're uh, you're feeling a little bit more excited about how things are going. Um, but uh, beyond that, I don't know that it's – a, uh, a huge difference because this game is, um, like I said, you got five starters that are in the transfer portal. Um, you know, one uh, one other guy that I would say was was a, a really heavily used backup uh, that's in the portal. Um, so this game is a lot more about the future than any uh, any bowl game that they've really ever played in. Um, you know, maybe back until uh, unless you go back to uh, to 2014 when Mason Rudolph had had pulled his red shirt late in that year and, and was sort of in the Garrett Rangel situation of, of trying to take over the, the team for the next year. So, um, you know, it, it, it matters, but I think the, uh, the, the development 
uh, of of this bowl season probably matters a little bit more than a win. And I was going to follow up with that, Scott. Uh, how does the staff view this game? Is this all about 2023 with uh, this game tonight against Wisconsin? Not 100% because they do have some guys that uh, that they want to send them out the right way. You know, a guy like Brock Martin is a six-year senior and has uh, has played through injuries and uh, you know given his blood and guts to uh, to to this game and this program and um, you know they they're not gonna um, not gonna bail on on guys like that to uh, to to fully devote this game to the future but it's uh, it's very significantly built that way so um, you know you'll see some some young guys that, that didn't have as much playing time uh, during the regular season get a little bit extra in in this game I think to uh, to to make sure that they're um, getting opportunities to to be on the field, have a little bit more experience, a little bit more game tape to break down those type of things when they get into uh, uh, into spring ball next year and have uh, some some you know more important experience to fall back on. Do you think a good showing or a win for the Cowboys could help them in the transfer portal? You know they've uh, they've been pretty successful in the portal already. I mean. Uh, uh, it, compared to last year. So last year they had 13 guys go out and three come in and you knew that that kind of math was not sustainable for a, for a program this year. They've got right now 12 scholarship players in the portal or, or already committed to other universities. They've had seven guys come in already, which uh, for a while was the most in the country. There's been a few schools that have passed them now, but um, you know, and they're, and there's, they've still got quite a few offers out. So um but but yes, but yes. To answer your question, uh, going forward in terms of of trying to add some more depth and some more experience, it probably would help to go out and have a uh, a solid showing, particularly for some of the uh, the, the defensive guys that uh, that they're looking at that they feel could come in and help them right away. Um, you know, if your defense goes out and, and plays solid, and you uh, you know you put a good product on the field, that probably will help a little. Scott, I'm I'm sure there's a wide variety of reasons, but have you had an opportunity to visit with some of the players that that are jumping into the portal, and just to try to find out why they've elected to leave such a such a nice program as Oklahoma State? Uh, yeah, you know it's uh, it's it's been different. I've I've only got been able to talk to a few of them uh, because a lot of them don't want to um, you know don't want to put it out there as to as to what they're. Uh, going through or, or why they're deciding to leave. Uh, um, you know, uh, there's been some speculation about a couple of them that, um, you know, just jumped for a chance at better NIL opportunities at uh, at other universities, which is something that, um, you know, seems to be going on nationwide. So um, that's certainly... That's uh, growing, isn't it? That that aspect yeah, of oh, it? Yeah, it absolutely is. It, it, it absolutely is. Guys that, um, you know, don't feel like they've got enough at home and 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 feel that the uh, the grass might be greener somewhere else and uh, uh, <laughs> literally more green. So um, <laughs> you know that's uh, that's definitely a uh, a situation that's going on. There uh, were a couple of guys that uh, that we visited with uh, at the Oklahoman um, in terms uh, you know that were that just weren't pleased with the, uh, the the culture of of the program the way that it was uh, that it, way that it had gone in a uh, in a down year um you know so um guys that were a little uncomfortable with uh you know some of the coaching changes that uh that, that were i shouldn't say some there was one coaching change made um you know but guys that were that were really loyal to jim Knowles and 
uh, didn't find the uh, the same bond with with Derek Mason. Um, not that they didn't like his coaching, but they uh, or they didn't like him as a person. But they uh, they didn't like some of the things that he that he did differently than Knowles. And um, you know they want to find a uh, a better fit for uh, where they might be able to finish out their careers. So there's a, there's been a variety of reasons, and uh, you know NIL is going to continue to be a uh, a a real significant. Uh, motivator for guys to jump in into the portal until the NCAA finds a way to, uh, or or some managing body finds a way to get their hands around all of this. You think the splash hire of Luke Fickle for Wisconsin takes a lot of the attention of this bowl game and gives Oklahoma State maybe a little inside track of just laying in the weeds a little bit? I mean, yeah, probably so. Um, you look at, uh, you know, obviously. Oklahoma State's going through a lot of changes with you know the players that I mentioned in the portal, uh, but Wisconsin's going through a, a coaching change. The quarterback is is in the portal just like Oklahoma State's is. So um, you know they're uh, and and it's been I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it's been very odd to see how Luke Fickle has handled this transition. Um, you know he was he was the coach who appeared on the uh, the head coach press conference for whenever they announced the bowl game. He'd only been on the job a few days at that point, and I you know I was uh, I was kind of surprised to see him uh, you know be out there and and be in the face of the program right away um, you know and then we got a chance to visit with him yesterday about it and you know that was. Um, you know, that was his motivation was to, uh, to be in, uh, you know, at least a pseudo head coaching role for this, even though he's not going to be making play calls or, uh, or any, uh, you know, real major decisions. Um, he's still going to be, you know, on the headsets and, and communicating with people and, um, you know, involved the way that, uh, that, that a head coach, uh, is just to some extent. So, um, you know, I can't, I can't really think of a time when we've seen that happen, uh, going into a bowl when there's been a, a head coaching change in, in early December. So, um, you know, you, you wonder about continuity and, and things like that. I know that Luke Fickle is aware of that and wants to, uh, to keep it, uh, as, uh, as intact as possible, but it's still been uh, very odd to see. And, and, and you wonder how, um, how those things uh, might impact Wisconsin uh, here at this game tonight. What do the Cowboys expect from Wisconsin tonight? Uh, they well, uh, unfortunately for Hoshu, they expect the, uh, the the two things that uh, that have been kind of their Achilles heel all season. They expect a team that's going to run the ball well, and they expect a team that's uh, that's going to be able to play some really good defense up front and uh, and and stop the run. So. Um, you know, and those have been the two issues that Oklahoma State has had all year. When you look back at at, at reasons that they lost some of these games that they did, uh, you know, they couldn't get the run game going to, to open up things for the passing game, and uh, and they couldn't stop the run to uh, to get themselves off the field. So um, that's uh, that's the big concern because uh, you know, like I said, Wisconsin has a, a new quarterback, and they haven't even announced who the new starter is going to be. Uh, they've got two options there. So, um, but it, even even at that, those two guys combined through I think like 11 passes during the regular season so you, you don't know a whole lot about either guy whoever it is so um, you know that Wisconsin is going to go to Braylon Allen their 1100 yard rusher and uh, and and figure out what they can do to uh, to, to get him going uh, and then and then that defense is obviously a concern because they're other other than uh, other than Iowa State better than pretty much any defense Oklahoma State faced this year all right, Scott. Tell us what uh, what we can find in the Oklahoman uh, as far as coverage of this uh, this bowl game. 
Uh, yeah, well, uh, today uh, I wrote about um, two of the uh, two of the veterans of this defense. Uh, Brock Martin, who I talked about earlier, the six-year senior, and, and Jason Taylor, uh, two Oklahoma kids. Um, Jason's from the Oklahoma City area. Brock from the Tulsa area. Um, you know, guys that have uh, have just been through the battles and uh, uh, been proud to represent Oklahoma State. And and um, you know, Brock, this is definitely his last ride. Jason Taylor could be going to the NFL, so this could be his last ride. And and they sort of reflected on um, you know what their journeys at Oklahoma State have been. So um, we got that. Uh, my coworker Jenny Carlson has a, uh, a Garrett Rangel column uh, that, uh, that that looks in into what you guys asked me about earlier and what this game means to him. So um, and then um, you know Oklahoma.com because the game is way too late for our deadline. The uh, 9:15 start Central Time is not getting in the paper tomorrow, but uh, we'll have everything on Oklahoma.com from uh, from tonight's coverage. Hey Scott, we appreciate it. One, one final thought. I'm gonna I'm throw you a curveball here. Uh, any anything leaking out there in in Stillwater about Spencer and where what direction he might be going? Uh, there really hasn't been. Um, you know, there were a couple of schools that that popped up uh, that were uh, that were being mentioned, like uh, Florida, uh, but they've uh, they've filled their vacancy now. Um, I think Ole Miss is still open, and that's one that that has uh, has floated around a little bit. Um, so uh, that's uh, that might be at the top of the list right now. There just hasn't been a lot of news. You know, Spencer is a, a a very private guy with with that kind of stuff, and um, you know hasn't been talking a lot. But um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of where it stands right now. Scott, as always, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Enjoy the game tonight. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. That is uh, Scott Wright covers the uh, Cowboys of Oklahoma State for the Oklahoman. It is 846. We're 14 away from 9. This is Game Time presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. Coming up, we've got the other grab bag. Who knows what's going to go on there? We'll do that for you next. Don't forget, John Morris is coming up at 3. Matt Mosley is at 4. And John is going to have a tribute to the late Cotton Davidson. That'll be coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Right here on uh, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball opens Big 12 play December 31st in the Farrell Center hosting TCU on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women open Big 12 conference play Saturday, December 31st in the Farrell Center hosting TCU. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 2 p.m. tip-off on 104.9 FM. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball with Sophia Young-Malcolm and Derek Smith on 104.9 FM. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you you and your family. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Happy New Year from Game Time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Tad and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor Trust, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. The season of savings is here at Mission Golf Cars with savings up to $1,000 on our remaining 2022 inventory. That's up to $1,000 off the industry-leading EasyGo RXV golf cart, up to $1,000 off the stylish EasyGo Express Cruisers, or save up to $1,000 on the Cushman line of work-ready vehicles for the farm and ranch. Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop in store at a Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Lone Star Structures. Don't miss the year-end inventory reduction sale going on now at Lone Star Structures in Lot and Temple. The bowl season is back in gear with New Mexico State beating Bowling Green 24-19 in the Quick Lane Bowl. There are four games on tap today, the Camellia Bowl, the First Responders Bowl, the Birmingham Bowl, and the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, which features Oklahoma State against Wisconsin. With two games left to the season, the Denver Broncos have fired head coach Nathaniel Hackett. He coached the team for a grand total of 15 games and won four. The AP men's college basketball top five remains the same with Texas moving into sixth this week. Baylor remains 12th while TCU moves up two spots to 18th. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, 8.51, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're along. All right, guys, uh, a couple of quick notes here. We, we talked about this at the top of the show, but I, I want to get your opinion here real quick. What Of these four games that are going on today, which one is the most intriguing to you and why? You've got the uh, Camellia Bowl that leads things off at, I think, what, 11 o'clock this morning, Georgia Southern in Buffalo. First Responder Bowl in the Metroplex, Memphis and Utah State. Birmingham Bowl, Coastal Carolina and East Carolina from Birmingham. And then the uh, Guaranteed Rate Bowl, Wisconsin and Oklahoma State from Phoenix. I think I know the answer, but I'm just around the horn. Let's which let's pick our game and, and why. Ugh, tough. The thing that intrigues me about that Oklahoma State-Wisconsin 
game is that we talked about it before. Both programs have been established for well over a hundred years, and this is the first time they've ever played each other. That's insane to think about. Well, for me, that it's that game as well, but mm. for a totally different reason. It's kind of something that we talked about earlier. This is a Big Ten, Big Twelve matchup, and I know it's the middle of the pack Big Ten and the middle of the pack Big Twelve, but it's a Big Ten, Big Twelve matchup, and yeah. so. You know, anytime you you get that kind of deal, I want to see it. You know, these are these are Power Five conferences, and and I want to see how they how the how the middle of the pack Power Five Big Ten performs against middle of the pack Power Five Big Twelve. I mean, that's just kind of where I'm at. Yeah, but this is a shell of Watered Oklahoma down. State and Wisconsin. Well, yeah, there's there's quite a few bailed there too. So I don't know. For me, it's it's uh, the Surf Pro first responders. I want to see Memphis and Utah State. Memphis is a good football team. I want to see if they they play like a good football team. And it's in Dallas, so that yep. gives me a little bit. Two fifteen kick there, mm-hmm. so you're gonna have a little overlap between the uh, Camellia Bowl and the first responder bowl. Mm-hmm. Which one is in Frisco? That's the one North Texas played in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of that bowl game. So, that would have been the Frisco Bowl. Oh, duh. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's kind of like the Birmingham Bowl. I wonder where that game's played. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, 8.54. Okay, so there you go. That's uh, just that's just kind of a flavor of uh, the, the, the games. we got several games involving Big 12 teams over the next several days leading up to the New Year's Eve matchup, Michigan and TCU. So look forward to that. All right, we got, we, uh, got to get out here again. John Morse is coming up. Uh, at three o'clock this afternoon, and he will have a uh, a, a tribute to Cotton Davidson. So that, that's that should be uh, very very nice. And then at four this afternoon, it's the Matt Mosley program. Uh, so that is going to do it for us. We are right back here tomorrow morning at seven a.m. Uh, and uh, we should have. I, I'm hoping that we're going to get everything squared away, and we should have a visit with. Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew leading into their final non-conference game of the season before they head into league play on New Year's Eve. So we'll have that coming up on the program tomorrow and many other great things for you. And that'll be tomorrow morning at 7. All right, so we're out of here. For Ward and for Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening and good day.